And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, man, I gotta kick myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the incomparable Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Arch Obler is our host for a terrifying ghost story on Lights Out. But first, it's Name That Tune. Lisa Wolf Cullen will play short clips from popular songs, and a Hollywood 360 listener contestant named Janine and I will try to name that tune. Right, Lisa? That's right, Carl. We have Janine on the phone right now from Bolingbrook, Illinois. Hi, Janine. Hi, Carol and Lisa. How you doing? Hey. Great. Great to have you. Good to have you on the show. No, I said it was great. So oh, okay. it's better than good. It's great. All right. So we've you got yeah, <laughs> we've got some great songs as well. So Rolling Stone magazine has a list of their top 100 songs. I chose six that I particularly appreciate. And uh, we'll see if you guys can name the tunes. Yeah, all right. So as soon as you recognize the title, just shout it out. Happy Halloween, Janine. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, you. We're sitting outside by a fire. Awesome. Oh, nice. Awesome. Are you warm enough Perfect out there? Night for Is it yep. warm enough? It really is, and there's no wind, so that's perfect. Any Roma wine there with you guys? Or? Not Roma. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> different one. But some other stuff. <laughs> no, I, I've got all the supply of Roma wine that's left. Yeah. There's nothing left for anyone else. <laughs> so, All right, so I'm going to play the first song. I don't we know. We just shout it out? You shout it out. Do you want to know the year, or should we just keep that Sure, give us the year. Uh, this was from 1957. Ooh. Jailhouse Rock. Yes. Oh, Janine. That was quick. Janine. Elvis Presley. Wow. For the film Jailhouse Rock. I was released on a 45 in September of 1957. If I didn't have arthritis in my shoulder, I would pat myself on the back. (laughs) I got that too. You were too quick, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, next song. Yeah, it's because I used to impersonate Elvis as a kid, you know, and I'd be in, on stage, and so I know all his songs. And you, you, do you have the moves, too, Carl? Um, not so much. Not so much. That's what not I was Not so wondering. much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> next song, 1969. I saw her today at the reception. Hmm. Nope, nope. Um, no, it's so close, though. It is the Rolling Stones. There it is. Oh, That's it. Got it. 
It is the Rolling Stones from their 1969 album, Let It Bleed, written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Janine got it. Was I on tour with Mick Jagger at this time or no? I think you were. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't get the title. (laughs) Janine gets my crazy humor, right? (laughs) Janine gets my... She gets it. I think it was just before the Springsteen <laughs> tour. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, and then yeah. and then with Michael Jackson after after that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to keep up, really. Yep. And then Madonna. You get what you need, though. You get what you need. All right, so we're tied up. All right, here we go. Tied up. Here's another great tune, 1969. This is a... CCR. It is. Freedom's Clearwater Revival. Um, Fortunate song. Yes. Fortunate song. Yeah, yeah. she got it. <laughs> Great job. That's exactly right. From their album, Willie and the Poor Boys, November of 1969. Wow. Love this song. song. I know you do. Great job, Janine. Man, he's got such a great voice, isn't he? Got that gravel. I would think fast on your song. What's that, hon? You got to think fast with this song. That's I right. Know. You know, if I could sing as good as is uh, Fogarty there, I would give maybe the tip of my um, of my, um. like, a, like a cuticle. I'd give a, I'd give a cuticle and part of my fingernail. That doesn't make sense. No. No. All right. Okay. You know, um, some people are like, I'd give a thumb. I wouldn't give a thumb, but I'd give like a cuticle. Who says I'd give a thumb? I don't know. Okay. Somebody did. I would I give a thumb. Somebody okay. in the world has said that. I, I can guarantee know. you. I don't know about She's that. so difficult, Janine. You know, she gives me so much. He makes up things that she make no sense. She gives me so much trouble. I don't I mean, even know what you're talking about half the time. Nice I'm just nodding and smiling. Once. Wondering one, Just what one Saturday. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's because when you get it right, you're happy. And when you don't, not so much. So is... So does Janine have three and I have one? Or she is... has two and oh, you have okay. one. Uh, two. Okay. Here we one. go. 1957. Uh, great Balls of Fire. Yes. Great Balls of Fire. Carl got you on this one. Uh, recorded by Jerry Lee Lewis. Got this. The song sold one million copies in its first ten days of release in the United wow. States. Wow. Baby. And they said he died. Yeah, he just yep. just passed. Yep. You're fine. You're Why did you ever tour with him, Carl? Nah, you know he he wouldn't let me. No, he wouldn't let me tour with him. No. Crazy. I don't understand yeah, why. Yeah, I don't know. Too bad. No crazy. Gracious, great balls of fire. All right, so I think it's two to two. All right, two to two. Here we go, guys. Ready? Okay. This was first recorded in 1955. Well, you can knock me down, step in my face. Blue suede shoes. Yes. Oh. Blue suede shoes. You got you on this one. Oh. So first re- written and first recorded by Carl Perkins, a, a fellow Carl. Shoes. And Carl then Elvis, C, yeah, okay. with the C. Right. And then Elvis Presley recorded Blue suede shoes a year later in 1956. I have yeah. my I have my blue suede sandals on. Oh yeah, they <laughs> they look good on you too. Thank you. Matching socks and all. I mean, I don't care anymore. I don't care. I can Janine. tell. I don't care what you I look like. You kind of let yourself go. I mean, hey, you know, I want to be comfortable. 
my car. I'm glad you're comfortable. I'm with you. Yourself. Right? I mean, come on, you know. All right, well, there's only one left. Oh, you can tie. All right, Janine, come on. This one's for you. First recorded in 1956. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, no, he just said it. Good golly, Miss Molly. Nobody gets oh, that one. Bop. Right? That's uh, the Big First Bopper? recorded by the Big Bopper? Little Richard. Oh, Little Richard, And released yeah. in 1958. Mm. Great dance music. That was fun, though. You picked some good songs there, Lisa. I did, but Janine, you did an awesome job. Janine, I'm going to send you a four. I you did Thank great. You I'm going to send you a four-CD set of the Twilight Zone radio dramas, all right? You're going to love Thank it. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm enjoying those radio All radio. right. Well, enjoy yourself out there. Stay warm. Yeah, have a great Stay night, warm. Janine. All right, happy Halloween, guys. All right, happy you Halloween, too. Janine. Thank you so much. When we come back, it's lights out. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Very excited about our um, our new podcast. I want to tell everyone about it. Maybe you've heard about it, but if you haven't, it's pretty darn cool. Super excited. Carl Shadow is a um, tremendous writer and archivist and researcher of these great radio shows. And it's um, it's great to work with him on it. And he actually helps us write the um, the liner notes for the Classic Radio Club. Does a tremendous job. And so uh, Lisa and I and Mike came up with this idea for a podcast called Radio Rarities. And I have to take credit for it because mostly it was my idea. Um, you know? Except the title. Mostly it was my idea. Mostly we were brainstorming. No, we were actually, we were all kind of like brainstorming about doing a podcast. And this makes the most sense because we don't, even though like we did air a really rare episode, uh, our very first episode right. tonight the we aired, um, yeah, that pilot episode. But yeah. there's so many of these rare radio shows that we don't air on Hollywood 360 that are perfect for our podcast, Radio Rarities. So every week, Lisa and I talk about a, uh, we take a show, a 30 minute, generally a 30 minute show, and we talk about it and its history and why it's rare. It's Every one of these shows has a, a very unique angle to it, whether it was a pilot or a special star on it or the main star wasn't there and somebody else took their place or whatever the case may be. And Carl Shadow does a tremendous amount of research and gives you all of this background information, writes a terrific script for Lisa and I to go into the studio and uh, bring it to life uh, playing the show as well. And then Mike does a great job, amazing job, putting it all together. It's a really polished production. Very proud of it. Radio Rarities. And you can get that show. You can get it sent to you each and every week as part of the Hollywood 360 podcast. So uh, if you want to sign up, go to Hollywood360radio.com. If you are a Classic Radio Club member, 
you get it all free. It's all part of the uh, part of the uh, package there. You can go to ClassicRadioClub.com for that. And um, I'm really happy with it, Lisa. You're doing a great job. Well, I wanted to mention also that why it's very different than what we do on Hollywood 360 is that we really just take one show and delve very deep into that show and give you a real education prior to playing that show. So it's a very different experience. Yeah, and um, people seem to really like it. We get a lot of uh, positive uh, feedback on it. All right, we're going to listen to the scariest radio series, Lights Out. No doubt, Lights Out was the scariest of them all. Arch Obler was really the guiding force behind this series. And uh, this episode is a ghost story starring B. Benaderet. It's called Poltergeist from October 20th, 1942. Here is part one now of Lights Out. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out, everybody. This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you, these Lights Out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. But if you're fascinated by the mysterious, the fantastic, the unearthly, then anticipate chills in our story of Poltergeist. Well, now let's go to town. St. Louis woman with her diamond ring kicking that man oh, around. No. no, stop that, Kay. What's the matter? Am I scaring the horse? Oh, it seems like a sacrilege singing a song like that out here. This beautiful, clean snow and blue sky. Well, what's wrong with a hot song to keep us warm? If you think the St. Louis blues is going to dirty up the snow, you ought to hear Frankie and Johnny the way I sing it. Oh, stop it, Kay. You're not funny at all. Why can't you enjoy the fresh air without that cabaret sort of thing? Oh, just an old-fashioned gal, eh, Florence? How about you, Edna? Don't you like my songs either? You haven't said anything for the last five minutes. Well, I I haven't been listening to you to tell the truth. I love to watch the snow sort of flow along under the sleigh. When you say that, gal, smile. Gosh, did you ever see more snow in your life? The man at the hotel said it had been snowing on and off up here for two weeks. I think coming out here to the country's the best thing we three have done since we started rooming together. Hiking in the snow's terribly healthy. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. The healthier I get, the worse I feel. <laughs> Crazy idiot. She does say the funniest things, doesn't she? I always say that Kay ought to... Oh! Hallelujah, we're here. Is this as far as we go, driver? That's right, miss. Can't go no further down this road account of the drift. Oh, my goodness. The drifts are too deep for a horse. How can we walk through them? I second the motion. Well, you young ladies don't have to worry none so long as you keep going down the valley over there. Snow ain't piled up that way all the way to Ma Jenkins. Oh, well, that's marvelous. Come on, girls. Let's get started. So long. Take care of yourselves, girls. Come on, Edna. Goodbye, Miss so Well, Listen to the snow talking at us. It's very dry snow. 
Our feet rub particles of it together, and the Ooh. friction makes a sound. It's kind of scary, yeah. isn't it? Why? Oh, I don't know. It's just mm. as if the snow was sort of trying to talk to mm. us. I mean, as if it was angry at our trespassing. Hey, don't tell me we're trespassing. I don't want any country squire taking any pot shots at my uh, constitutional amendment with rock salt. No, thank you. Oh, don't talk nonsense, Kay. We're not trespassing. Why, this path through the valley here over to Mrs. Jenkins' house is the favorite hike of everyone who comes up this way during the winter. What's Mrs. Jenkins got anyway that makes people walk their feet off? <laughs> Wait till you taste her cooking. Eat. Oh, boy, let's go. It's awfully quiet out here, isn't it? Oh, that's the glory of it. I've had the roar of the subway in my ears so long. Okay, don't walk so fast. Come on, look what I found. Oh, come on, Edna. Oh, please. Let me take your arm. I'm getting out of breath. Well, take it easy. There's no hurry. <sighs> well, what is it, Kay? Look, through the circle of trees here. Look what I discovered. Well, isn't that interesting? It's a sort of a natural amphitheater. Sure. Say, who was this guy, Daniel Boone? What's an amphitheater? Well, that, that means an oval circling place with rising tiers of seats. It's you know, like that place we went to for the horse show. Oh. Back in the times of the Greeks, they had outdoor theaters. Listen to the professor. They made use of places just like this, where the ground sloped up and made a sort of a natural arena or stage below. Theater. That's an idea. Sit down, gals, and I'll give you a special performance of the K Follies. It's awful snowy here, isn't it? I'll trample it down with my spring dance. Welcome, sweet spring. <laughs> isn't she a nut dancing in the snow? If I had that girl's energy. She's really graceful, isn't she? I'll bet if she went on the stage, she could... Kay! She fell. Kay! Oh. Kay, did you hurt yourself? Oh, did I land on my dignity. Here, give me a hand. Here, I'll help you. There you are. Oh, did I take a flop. Did you hurt yourself badly? I'll live. What in the world did I trip over? Oh, no wonder... Look at that rock under the snow. No wonder I did a nosedive. Oh, my gee. goodness. There are rocks like that all over. Oh. A person could break their neck if they... Girls. What's the matter? What is it? Kay, the rock you tripped over. It... It's not a rock. What are you talking about? Of course it's a rock. Well, yes, but it's something... Something more than that. It's a tombstone. Oh. Tombstone? Oh, no, it, it can't be. Look it... for yourself. It says... Here lies buried the remains of one who, restless in life... Stop! Don't read anymore. Stop! And, and all these other stones laying flat on the ground. They're tombstones, too? Yes. Whew! What a place to pick to dance. <gasps> What's the matter, Edna? What did you scream for? Kay, you... you danced on the grave. What? You danced on the grave. I saw you. I saw you do it. You danced on the grave. Okay. Edna, stop it. Stop it. What's come into her? Edna, stop acting like that. Edna, stop for heaven's sake. Control yourself. Okay. Okay, I'm so sorry for you. You danced on a grave. For heaven's sake, stop talking like that. Sure, I danced on a grave. Well, yes, of course she did. It was perfectly accidental. And what if it wasn't? What of it? The poltergeist. The what? Edna Hanson, what are you talking about? What's that word you just used? Poltergeist. Okay, what have you done? You superstitious little fool. If you don't stop talking that way, I'm going to slap your face. What's the matter with you? I didn't do anything. You walked on the grave. You danced on the grave. So Edna, what? be sensible. We all walked on graves, but it was purely accidental. Yeah. We had no intention of desecrating them. It doesn't matter, I tell you. It doesn't matter. The poltergeist, he'll come. I know he will. Oh, what's the use? She's crazy. Edna, what are you talking about? What's the poltergeist? What are you so frightened about? My father. He told me, if you walk on a grave, if you dance on a grave, 
The poltergeist. Poltergeist what? What is a poltergeist? An evil spirit. It comes out of the grave. It kills. It destroys. It'll kill us. It'll kill us all. Stop it. Throw things oh, at me. Oh, please. Yeah. Lay off that way. Yeah, let it me. But it won't get me. I'll run Edna, away. come back oh, here. Away. She's gone insane. I'll get her. Edna. Can't catch her. Edna. Edna, don't run away. Nothing will hurt you. Nothing. Oh, Edna, look out. <laughs> Kay. Kay, what happened? That stone. It hit Edna. Edna. Edna, open your eyes. Blood. Blood all over her face. Kay, who threw that stone? Who threw it? I don't know. It came from the graveyard. Ladies and gentlemen, a deep breath. We all need one before we go on with the story of Kay, Florence, and Edna. The story of Poltergeist on tonight's Lights Out. You know, the interesting thing, first of all, I'm like a little creeped out because the light we have the lights out here in the studio. <laughs> just a little just have a little light, and we're listening to this scary episode. Um, and it is scary, you know. They're in a, they're in a graveyard, and there and a and a a tombstone flew through the air and hit that woman. But uh, you know, back then in the in the forties, the people never even probably knew what poltergeist was. You know this, but that movie, of course, in the eighties, right. the movie mm-hmm. Poltergeist, that was a big hit, and now everyone 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 knows sure. what a poltergeist is. But a poltergeist is, uh, you know, a ghost, an evil, an evil spirit. Poltergeist. Ooh, that sounds well, scary. Well, they did actually tell us in the text what a poltergeist was. Yeah. She said, what's a poltergeist? Well, I know. So now we all know. Well, I think most people know because of the movie, but back then or they didn't. Or because you told us. In yeah. Case we didn't know. Now we know. Yeah. More of Lights Out after this. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour holiday. Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. While we're playing this Lights Out, maybe I'll give everyone a sneak peek into uh, my next project. You know, years ago, I produced the Twilight Zone radio dramas. I think that's maybe how we met, right? It is came out met. to audition for right. one. And that was so much fun. I, I had such a great time producing the Twilight Zone radio dramas and hiring actors and uh, actresses to come into the studio and and uh, produce you know produce those shows with great actors and then after that I did another series it was a limited series 15 episodes I think it was 15 or 16 episodes 
called uh, Dread Time Stories that had Malcolm McDowell as the host. The uh, host of Twilight Zone, of course, was Stacy Keach. And I am now working on and will soon begin producing a revival of Lights Out. We're listening to a Lights Out episode, and I'm working on casting the host right now. And it's looking good. I'm not going to say who it is because I don't have this person yet. But as soon as we land this person, I will make a more formal announcement. But these are going to be a 45-minute. They're a little expanded. And they're new stories. They're um, They're not episodes from Lights Out. These will be new horror stories with a great host, like an A-list host. And uh, the actors will primarily be in the Chicago area. We're going to mix it at Noise Floor uh, downtown. Noise Floor is a a tremendous studio to do audio. And we'll have them for um, broadcast or podcast or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do with them yet, but I'm working on it. And maybe, Lisa, you can audition for a part. I absolutely will be there. You know? Just tell me when to show up. You could be like... Um, may I get you um, some water, sir? How's that for may a line? Can you, you can you water? try that? Try That's that for like me. Seven words. Try that. Go ahead. Audition, I, right? May I get you some water, sir? Mm, nah, mm. thanks anyway. Okay. Next. Well, okay. <laughs> it was nice. Mike, you want to try? Thank you for the opportunity. Want to try one, Mike? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do um, enough work with you. Yeah. I try right. not to do work with Maybe you. Maybe I'm better board. off taking the break, too. Yeah. Anyway, like... it's going to be cool. Original music. We have all um, original music being uh, produced for it, and it's going to be great. So keep you posted, folks. I'm really excited about it, and I hope this person that we reached out to um, is going to sign on to be the host. I think I might need another uh, opportunity for an audition. All right, how's this one? Okay. Um, can you put a cherry on that whip? Uh, can you put a cherry on that? On top. Uh, on, top. Uh, on, on top of that, uh, what is it? A, Just put, uh, put a cherry on Put a on cherry top. on top of that. Try that. Right, well, what is my motivation? Like, who am um, I talking to? So you're, you're let's just say you're a, a, a server. Okay. And I ordered a, um, I ordered ice a cream sundae ice cream sundae. You ready? Okay. okay, so thanks for this. Oh, thank you for this ice cream sundae, Lisa. Oh, sure. Can I put a cherry on top? That's pretty good. That's, that's better. Um, I'll keep working but on it. I not, think you should be the host. Yeah, maybe, right. Lisa. Well, I mean, I probably charge less, so. You would charge less <laughs> than this host I'm talking to. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, I will I will definitely keep everyone posted keep, on that. And you'll that. keep me in mind, too, of course. Yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> um, we're listening to Poltergeist on Lights Out, October 20th, 1942. Here's the creepy conclusion. <laughs> now, girls, take it easy. Take it easy. Doctor, she won't die. Tell me she won't die. No, no, of course not. And you're sure that her skull isn't fractured? Oh, absolutely not. Maybe a little concussion, that's all. Well, it's almost five. Our train. Can we get someone to help us carry her down to the station so we can get her on board? Board? I'm telling you, that little friend of yours shouldn't be moved out of bed for a week. If you do, well, it might be just too bad. Oh, Flo, what'll we do? You go home, Kate. I'll stay with her. Oh, no, you won't. I'm not leaving you here alone in this godforsaken place. 
If you stay, I stay too. Kay, please be sensible. Why should we all lose our jobs when you if can If you'll go... excuse me, you ladies, I've got to be on my way. Oh, yes, of course, Doctor. Is there anything more you can do for Edna, Doctor? Any medicine or something? No, nope, I've done all I can do. She's sleeping comfortable now. Uh, Miss? Yes, Doctor? The constable's sick too, you know, and he's sort of depending on me to keep things straight. Now, uh, just how did you say that little friend of yours got hurt? Well, it was just the way we explained, Doctor. That rock came flying and... Yes, yes, I know, but who threw the rock? We... we don't know. What? That's true, Doctor. We don't know. But somebody threw it. You can't change facts. Somebody threw the rock that cracked her head. For heaven's sakes, old man, you don't think we did it? No, okay, miss, I didn't. excited. Doctor, you've got to believe us. It happened just the way we said. All at once, that rock came flying through the air from the direction of the graveyard. It struck Edna, and, and we just didn't see who threw it. All right, if that's your story. Well, you better stay in your rooms here. I mean, you better not be leaving until the constable's on his feet and has a chance to talk with you. I'll be back in a few hours and see how the girl is. He doesn't believe us. What difference does it make? We know what we saw. But what did we see? She was running. She, she fell. Kay... Well, let's not fool ourselves. There was no one there to throw that rock. There must have been. But there wasn't. Stop saying that! Aren't you brave enough to face facts? There wasn't any place for anyone to hide. I saw that stone. It seemed to come down out of the air. So slowly. Florence, if you don't stop talking like that... You remember what... What Edna said? It throws things. Stop looking at me like that. You're giving me the jitters. She said the poltergeist throws things. Spirit of evil. Florence, Rob, have you gone crazy too? Why should we laugh at things like that? What right have we got to laugh? How do we know there aren't powers we can't see or understand? Powers of evil that revenge and insult just like an evil man. Kay, how do we know? What are you talking like that for? What are you trying to scare me for? You, you're supposed to be the most intelligent one of us all. You with your college degrees. Sure, sure, I danced on the grave. But the dead are dead and they can't revenge a thing. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of anything. I tell you, it's not... What? It's Edna. Come on. Edna, we're coming to you. Don't be afraid. We're coming. Open the door, Florence. It's not locked. It's stuck. It won't Here, let me. Edna, what is it? What? <laughs> Edna, what? <gasps> on your head. Oh... Hey, what's going on here? I run a decent place and I don't want you... <gasps> oh. The girl on the bed. Her head. It's crushed flat in by a rock. God in heaven. It's not a rock. It's a tombstone. I... I wish I could cry. But I haven't got any more tears. Oh, Edna. 
Ed. Florence, darling, please. You'll kill yourself if you keep on like that. Oh, if this horrible night would only end. It was my fault. Mine. I was the one who got her out here. She didn't want to go. She hates the country. But I made her come. I made her. No. No, you're not the one to blame. I am. I danced on the grave. But she was so good. So sweet. Oh, why does it have to be Edna? Why? You're right. It wasn't right for it to be her, was it? Oh, no. I did it, not her. I did it. I danced on the grave. I danced on the grave. You can't deny what you see with your own eyes. But I tell you, Doc, nobody could have carried that tombstone up the steps without me seeing him, could they? But there it is, ain't it? Yeah. There it is. Either somebody's playing a terrible joke or... You don't have to say it, Doc. I know. That's just the trouble. You don't know, and I don't know, and nobody knows. Yeah. And... And that tombstone. Well, what about the tombstone? I... I ain't quite sure, but... That's a tombstone out of the old burying grounds up at the bend. You're crazy. No, I ain't either. Well, that place is a good three miles from here. Yeah. I know. Who could have carted a heavy stone like that for three miles? Yeah. Who? Stop looking like that, you flap-eared old fool. Human hands carried that stone in here and killed that girl? Sure. Yeah, the constable will find out who did it the minute he's on his feet again. You wait and see. No, he won't, Doc. You're smarter than me and all that, but... No, this time you're wrong. There ain't nobody that takes in breath and leaves out breath like you and me. Or the constable's gonna find out who killed that girl. You know that, Doc. No, stop talking. I wish the constable was here and this night was over. It's been a terrible night. Terrible. Terrible clock. Ticking. Ticking. Yeah, I know. I've been sitting here listening to it. I can't stand it anymore. I'll stop it. Why bother with it? Come on to bed, Kay. Please. There's no use sitting there. It won't help her. Yeah. Nothing can help her. But maybe I can help you. Me? It was my fault. Mine. I was the reason it happened. It killed her and it'll kill you and me too unless I stop... No, don't say that. It's true. But why should you be hurt? I'm to blame, not you. Listen, Flo. I'll go out there... There. Out there to the graveyard. What? I'll talk to her. I'll, I'll tell her I didn't mean to do it. No. That I didn't know where I was dancing. Please. Maybe somehow it'll hear, listen to me, and, and then it won't hurt oh, you. Oh, no, no. I won't let you go out there. It'll kill but you. Florence. It'll kill you, too. But Florence. No, no. I'll hold you. You can't go. You can't. All right. Come on to bed, Kay, please. In the morning, in the morning, things will be different. But it won't. Nothing will hurt us. The men, they're right outside the door. They won't let anything get at us. Oh, please, Kay, please, come to bed. Yeah. We'll... We'll pray. Pray? I... I don't exactly know how. Just say anything. 
Anything. Like this. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. No, you. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Kay? Kay, are you asleep? I can't sleep anymore. Kay, tomorrow, I mean, when it gets light and everything, do you think people will believe us? Do you think so, Kay? I'm not quite sure what happened. I always used to be so sure about things. And now I'd... Kay? Kay, where are you? Kay, where... The window. She went out the window. She's gone out there. To the graveyard. To talk to it. Oh, Kay, why did you go? Why did you go? I'll go out there, too. Well, she'll be so frightened out there alone. I'll go, too. I'll go, too. Oh, so cold. My hands. Snow so sharp. Cutting my legs. Oh, why did you go out there, Kay? Why did you? I've got to find you. Wind. Oh, why doesn't the wind stop? Blow, blow, thou winter wind. Thou art not so unkind as... <laughs> I've got to find you, Kate. I've got to find you. It's snowing. I love snow. Edna didn't like snow. Where are you, Kate? Where are you? I've lost my way. I've lost the road. Where are you, Kay? Kay, where are... Oh, Kay. I heard you, Kay. I heard you. I'm coming to you, Kay. We'll talk to it. We'll talk to it together. We'll tell her we didn't mean any harm, won't we, Kay? Won't we? Poor Edna. We can't help her, Kay. We can't help Edna. But I'm coming to help you, Kay. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. I'm coming, darling. I'm coming to help. I'm coming to help you. I'm coming. I'm coming. I hear you. I hear you calling my name. I hear you. Yes. This way, Hooper. They must have come this way. <laughs> Climbing out the window like that in the middle of the night. They must have gone crazy, the both of them. Well, let's not worry about that now. We've got to find them. Here, give me that lantern. What is it, Doc? What have you found? A shoe. 
One of the girl's shoes. My gosh, stuck in the snow. We're going the right way. Come on, move fast. We've got to get to them. Doc, look at this. What is it? Over there. Ain't these footprints? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's right. Footprints. Hello? Up ahead. Hello? Doc, we're... We're getting pretty close to the old burying grounds. Well? Maybe... Oh, look here, Doc. Let's not be fools. Let's wait till morning. What? Let those frightened girls freeze to death? Get along. But, Doc, I... You come uh, with me or the whole town will know what a yellow-livered no-good you are. All right. All right. You don't have to get so sore, Doc. Hello? Hello? Anybody up there? Hello? Doc. Doc, look. What? There they are. Up ahead. Glory be, they're alive. The both of them. Come on. Doc. Doc, look at them. That's the burying ground up there. And they're dancing. Dancing on the graves. What? They must be out of their heads. Come on. We've got to stop them. Doc! Doc, wait for me! Oh, Doc, it's... It's Doc again. Where are they, Doc? Where are the girls? Have they... Have they stopped dancing? Yes. Huh? They've stopped dancing. Did... Did they ever dance? What are you talking about, Doc? We saw him. We saw him dancing in this place with our own eyes. Did we? The moonlight. Here it comes again. See with your eyes again. <gasps> oh, no. Both of the girls froze stiff to the ground. Each with her head. Crushed by a tombstone. Um, Strobler, would you mind telling us, me, whether there actually are such things as poltergeists? All I can tell you is this. There are authenticated records in existence that in the city of London on the 27th day of April, 1872, from four in the afternoon on a Thursday until half past 11 at night, a certain room in a certain house was deluged by stones thrown from no apparent source. The London police surrounded the house, but they found no trace of whoever or whatever was throwing those stones with a murderous violence. I, uh, I see. So much for poltergeist. And now, Mr. Obler, what happens next week? Well, anything can happen, but uh, specifically next week, Mangara. A strange title and a strange story. The power of suggestion. The dictators have shown us to what evil purposes that power can be used. Well, next week, a man who... Uh, <laughs> but that, as usual, is next week. Yes. Lights Out, written and directed by Arch Obler, will come to you again next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen for the amazing story of Mungara. 
And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. The one and only ironized yeast. With the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. I tell you, lights out. That is uh, that is a really great series. I mean, Arch Obler was um, really the guiding force behind it. Although he did not create it, Willis Cooper created this series, and then he moved to Hollywood to write screenplays. Lisa, and then um, they brought in Arch Obler, and then he really made it his own. Although the Coop, the uh, Willis Cooper ones were creepy too. There's not as many that exist of those. But most of the Arch Obler lights out are available, not always in this type of sound. This was direct from the master recording. Poltergeist, October 20th, 1942, starring B. Benadere. I hope you enjoyed that. Time now for this month in music history. Yes, and continuing with the Halloween theme, here is a Halloween theme-related song. Well, now the devil went down to Georgia and he was looking for a soul to steal. Oh, he was yeah. Because he was way behind. He's willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man, saw him fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped upon the hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. You probably didn't even know it. But I'm a fiddle player, too. And if you care to take it there, I'll just You love this song. I love this now, song. You're a pretty good fiddle boy, but let's give a devil this due. I bet this fiddle of gold against your bow, soul. Bow, bow, bow. So this is The Devil Went Down to Georgia, written and performed by the Charlie Daniels Band. Oh, yeah. Released on their 1979 album called Million Mile Reflections. Great, great, Reached great number song. number three on the charts. Awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lisa. Sure. More of Hollywood 360 after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, it's a terror tale on Inner Sanctum Mystery from 1946. But we'll start things out by playing Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Right, Lisa? That's exactly right. We're going to be talking about TV theme songs, part two. TV theme songs. Yes. I got some of them right last I think week. you did, maybe half, which is, you know, as good as it's going to get. It's What all, half? Uh, the, the worst half. Top that, half or the bottom half? Oh, I don't know. What do you prefer, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> do I have to choose? I um, mean... No, you don't. <laughs> you ask. Gosh. <laughs> all right, more of Hollywood 360 after this short break. <laughs> 